Welcome back to another episode of the Eaton Asphalt Podcast. We are live together. Next to each other. Doing this in person. Episode 60. We always said we would do that. Episode 60. It's a prophecy. Writing's on the wall. <laughs> okay, as we stumble into this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, some recent headlines that have been in the F1 world as of late, a Grand Preview, and race predictions. Uh, let's get right into it with our recent headlines. First up, we have Mario Andretti stating that there is no current path for American drivers as it stands. So he's making a strong argument to F1, who's trying to incorporate the U.S. to let him join. Uh, makes sense to me. I mean, like, we obviously Liberty Media, who bought Formula One, is an American company. Their goal was to grow the, the, you know, grow the game in the U.S. And so, yeah, I mean, this, this makes sense. And if anything, it's like a good bargaining chip a little bit. Yeah, yeah, very compelling. And it makes sense as well. No sponsor, European sponsor, is going to want to bring in an American driver and sponsor them when they can get a European or, you know, someone within the same co- uh, country as them. And then on the vice versa, no American sponsor is going to want to sponsor someone that's mainly driving out in Europe. So kind of that, like, tough situation for American drivers to be in if they want to get into F1, get some funding back in them. And, yeah, Andretti is just it seems like making a strong push to, to change the narrative there. Yeah. I mean, anything that opens up the pathway for Colton Herta to be in a, in a Formula One car is good with me. All right, moving right along. We have new car. Who dis? Because uh, I think starting with the main group, uh, Aston Martin, McLaren, Ferrari, along with, I would say, about the majority of the grid have some large upgrades coming into this weekend. So uh, saving a lot. Uh, Aston Martin, basically a new car. So completely changed it up. McLaren had 10 upgrades. Ferrari had a huge upgrade set that they had been talking about for for weeks, for a month. So uh, we should expect some some little tossing up, hopefully, tossing that Formula One salad up a little bit and uh, have some craziness going on. Yeah, uh, Aston Martin looking like a Red Bull, getting some flack. Um, and then on top of that, the, the, the I think the exciting thing to come out of this with these upgrades, like this round of upgrades, is like we could potentially, I mean, with Mercedes' performance this morning, I think we could potentially see like three three different teams fighting for p1 uh like in in barcelona so i think like that that is the best thing to come out of all this is like okay we you know it's not just going to be a red bull a red bull ferrari showdown between the the bulls and the horses yeah until we talk about it monday and it was uh, red bull (laughs) ferrari ferrari red bull so that's typically how it goes but if you did notice actually ferrari you know you maybe were thinking you were going a little crazy ferrari did upgrade their paint color so it's actually 0.7 0.7 kilograms lighter than the other one, so to, to knock a little. I mean, I don't know about you guys. If I'm uh, like a pit boss, you know, I'm thinking I don't want to have any paint. No paint on my car, save all the time. I don't care about looks. I care about winning. Make it like, a, call it invisible paint. Invisible like, paint, yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's a new paint just dropped. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, Haas kind of didn't have, it didn't seem like for a while they had any <laughs> paint either. So, yeah, it seems like they might have been trying that. just isn't working out. Nope. Uh, next up, keeping on the Ferrari trend, Signs came out and talked about something that we've talked about, which is that he is a little bit concerned for the long-term health of the drivers in the porpoising cars. Um, makes sense because, you know, if you're in there, you're basically like in a washing machine for the majority of the weekend, anytime that there's a race weekend. So yeah, I think, uh, what do you, what do you think the worst, like the worst injury that's going to come out of this is? CT, I guess, I right? Mean, you can't get much worse than that, right? I uh, yeah, probably not. I was gonna say like maybe like broken neck or something like that after a while. Or just like, can you fracture a neck? 
How's that work? There's no bounds in there. All right. Well, worth a shot. <laughs> We're not doctors. <laughs> yep. Moving right along, we have the, you know, always, like we said, Liberty Media trying to get in uh, America as much as they can, just stuff it down, uh, stuff America down Formula One's throat. And nice. so the New York mayor is actually trying to make a push to bring a race to New York City offering the Statue of Liberty as a site. So uh, another cool, like similar to Vegas, you know, going down the strip, just iconic views, Statue of Liberty in the background or like driving around it would be fantastic. Very cool. I, I'm sure that probably European and like other fan bases outside of the US are probably like, hey, enough. You have three. Let's let's chill a little bit, which I fully understand. But I mean, I think if like if you have some major, major cool ones, you're not doing it in like Idaho, you know, you have some <laughs> New York City, you know, you're going like Golden Gate Bridge, you'd like pick the big ones, uh, some historic sites, some amazing ones. Like you, you can't knock them for trying. Remember when we talked on this podcast about like, where would you want to see races? And we talked about the Grand Canyon. I've thought about that a lot. Often. Same, yeah. Same. <laughs> like a super long race yeah. that goes through a long portion of the canyon. Yeah, absolutely would be so cool. Uh, right. Next up, Alonzo called to the stewards. Um, for calling the stewards incompetent. So, yeah, like shit-talking somebody only to realize they're right behind you. What do you think the vibe of this is? Like, do you think he goes in tail between his legs, or do you think he's just puffing his chest out and being like, I said what I said, prove me wrong? I think, like, knowing Alonzo, it's probably the latter, right? Yeah. Like, he's not going to be like, hey, I didn't even know you guys heard that. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I meant to text that to someone else. It's kind of one of those things. You know, it's like, I'm so, so sorry. I was talking about someone else, actually. A different set of stewards. But, no, yeah, I think he's coming in there. He's like, in my opinion, you guys are idiots for that last race. Not all the time. Yeah. Just for that certain race. And, like, hey, buddy, like, that hurt our feelings. Yeah. Do you, you think they're like, hey, you have to go around and give everyone here a hug around the table. Yeah. To make us feel three, nice, three, three nice things to each of us and a big hug for every put down it's two put ups <laughs> alright moving right along to uh, some put ups I guess uh, Lawrence Stroll is actively looking to sell Aston Martin to Audi uh, you know we've been kind of hearing these rumblings often throughout this year especially with uh, the lack of performance Aston Martin has been providing in my opinion just I'm guessing like Lawrence is basically like hey this ma major upgrade of us maybe copying uh, Red Bull if this car does not pan out like we're hoping it is, I'm out. Like this might burn be, it all to the yeah, ground. Like this is my last ditch <laughs> effort to like keep something around. If if it's not, I'm done. I saw a report from this morning from one of the guys that's on the ground all the time, like uh, in the paddock for race weekend, saying he just saw uh, Lawrence walking around with a front wing in his hand, <laughs> which is like if you know if you want something done right, do it yourself do it kind yourself. of mentality. And uh, do you remember that there was a uh, there was an African team? where the owner was so fed up with the way his players were playing that he put on a jersey and he went and played forward. Yeah, big boy. I, I think big boy. If, Lawrence, if Lawrence keeps getting mad, I think Lawrence has to step into the car and drive, at least give him a practice round. Yeah, no, I'm sure he could definitely fit in that car as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'd just slide right in. <laughs> make a compartment for his belly. <laughs> and next up, not too much meat on the bone to talk about this headline, but Sebastian Vettel did appear on a UK political talk show. Um, you know, he, they, I think they talked about the environment a little bit, like equality, diversity, uh, just, just Sebastian Vettel being the Sebastian Vettel we know. Good guy, Seb, making, uh, you know, talking about the important issues. Yeah, and I, yeah, watched that video, and they were, that one lady was on him. Like, she was she, grilling him. She was grilling him hard. He, I thought, t took it great, like, very well, like you said, kind of, and like, yeah, sometimes I feel like a hypocrite. You are correct. I think late that same week, he was, like, with 
uh, like a bunch of African kids, like helping them around. He was went to like a UK prison to help like them get into uh, like post work release uh, reform and stuff like that, and like get in them to working in garages after or like during jail and stuff. Just like a busy week of doing good things for Seb. Um, but like I like to say and trying to back up Seb as much as I possibly can. But like if you want to make change of something that needs change, do, make it within. So like if he's gone. No one's really there. No other drivers are really advocating for this. Maybe Lewis a little bit, but he's got his own narrative for a bunch of other different things. But yeah, I mean, like he's been super outspoken and like, I think that probably has to help a little bit. So, I mean, if someone's got to do it, you know, more power to him. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like if, if anything's actually going to happen, it's going to come from a driver. So yeah, good. Love it. Moving right along. We have Charles Leclerc uh, having the opportunity to drive Nicky Lauder's Ferrari around Monaco. Wow. And shocker, shocker, the Charles Claire special crashing it in Monaco, crashing one of the most famous cars, Nicky Lauda's. But I think some people were saying, you know, he did this intentionally to get the crash out prior to next week in Monaco. So he's like, <laughs> you know, I got my crash out. I'm not going to do it next week. So he might have just been like thinking ahead a little bit. Yeah, meeting his yearly quota for, okay, you know, I like I already did mine. I don't have to crash this time around. But yeah, this is like, <laughs> like if you're, if your dad, like, it has a hot rod or something like that and gives you the keys just to drive it around once and you hit it like run into a tree. Yeah. Like, good job. You, why did why did we even do that in the first place? I yeah. think a lot of people were probably asking at Ferrari. I love that car more than I loved you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then next up, Michael Massey being looked at uh, to potentially be given a second chance as race director. I think this was mostly just a rumor, um, so I don't want to talk about it too much, but thoughts here? I didn't see the stewards really messing up as much this year as I expected for this rumor to be coming up. Right. I haven't seen any major things where it's like stewards fucked up. Where's my Where's Massey? Yeah, like it, you know, we didn't we didn't break up and then like have to come crawling back to the X because we realized the grass wasn't greener. It's like things things were going well. Like yeah. we, we don't need this. No major complaints. Maybe <laughs> like maybe Alonzo is maybe making the rumors. Yeah. You know. <laughs> true. Maybe you never he wants know. Him back, yeah, he's dude. like you know what these guys fucking suck. <laughs> All right, our last recent headline, we have Nikita Mazepin back in the news. As much as we don't want him in the news, he just finds a way to be, uh, you know, making his way back. He um, is moving into a new motorsport venture, driving rally cars. So I think this is fantastic for his his ability and, like, his strengths of bumping into people. I think it works well for a rally car. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's like, uh, you know, the edges are going to be, like smoothed out a little bit in terms of his like driver precision i think like he's you know you don't have to be perfect perfect in rally car i don't think don't know yeah, a lot I, about it but i think it's like kind of even more than nascar which is rubbing his race and i think it's like like bumping is necessary <laughs> which is like nikita's motto if, dude if bumping is necessary isn't the headline for rally cars it should be <laughs> all right well that does it for our recent headlines we are going to go straight into our grand preview of the Circuit de Barca Barcelona, Catalonia. The Circuit de Barcelona, one of the drivers' favorite circuits. I would say not so much of the fans. Uh, it's not really known for overtaking too much, so like not expecting a ton of crazy action going on. It is one of their favorite, partially because they spend a ton of time um, on the circuit, pounding out during the winter testing, so winter testing uh, typically is done in Barcelona, and so like drivers have like a good understanding of the track. Uh, more about the track, it is 16 turns, two DRS zones. Uh, 
like I said, unlike Miami, everyone's going to know this track pretty well. So like that is, I think, like a positive for them where and us of like not potential major issues that we're showing. And they're not going to have any excuse of being like, oh, this curb sucked. You know, this turn four and five was bad. It was like you knew what you came into. Like this is a well-known track that doesn't change much. So the track does, uh, you know, contain a little bit of everything. So it has a good mix of high and low speed corners, some very interesting corners too. Turn three is a really interesting turn. So speaking a little bit more about that, it's just a really fun but challenging right-hander uh, that goes around, you know, just a huge semi-circle basically. Uh, I think this is like one of the bigger tests that the drivers will, will face. I'd say while we, while there isn't much overtaking, um, the most probably we're going to see of overtake is between turn 16 and one. So it's just a very, very long straight. This is where one of the DRS zones. So, you know, perfect spot for drivers to make a move. I do think that we're going to see more overtaking than we typically have just because of these cars, how well they can stick behind each other and how much that changed and like how much more overtaking that we have been seeing it compared to previous years. So hopefully we do actually see a big jump in that uh, relative to prior years in Barcelona. Um, and then a fun little tidbit about uh, Barcelona, obviously Spain, you know, we have a couple big names uh, going back home. We have Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz actually has never scored a point in Spain or never failed to score. Carlos Sainz has never failed to score a point in Spain. I, I mean, you know, the way he's been driving, I, I don't see that changing. I don't think so either, especially with the machinery he has under him. But, uh, I mean, he has been hitting a little bit of a snag recently in the beginning of the season, so who knows. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm more excited for this track than I normally am because I think people hear Barcelona, they hear, like, the Spanish Grand Prix, and they're like, ah, you know, this is, this is going to be another, like, snooze fest. But just with these cars being able to follow, like you said, I think there's more hope. Uh, and then as far as weather's concerned, Friday it's going to be, in, you know, low 80s. As a high, Saturday, mid-80s, Sunday, mid-80s. So it looks like, you know, there's not going to be any weather in play. Just really going to come down to machinery, which is good for all these teams that have all these upgrades that are, you know, looking to collect some good data that, that doesn't, you know, it's not affected by weather. So, yeah, it, it should be should be a good, uh, good like, overall, I'm just gonna, should be a good race is what I was, so. Right. So, yeah, we weather's good. Uh, it's anybody's ball game. Is anybody's race car? Is anybody who can win the race? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good weather in Spain for the Spanish Grand Prix to look forward to. And that does it for our Grand Preview. Moving to our last sector, race predictions. To update everyone on our race predictions, Ian has the lead with eight points to my six. Ian. It is uh, your first guess, so uh, hit us off strong. All right. So who do we think will crash or DNF? Aston Martin, the new Red Bull uh, from essentially the 2018 or the RB18. Um, I think it was, if you remember, the RB18, uh, Red Bull had some tough uh, second drivers. They couldn't really get a hold of that. I think that car, that style might just be like hard to get. So I'm going to say that Lance Stroll doesn't have the ability to drive that car. He spins out, runs into the wall somewhere. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, someone who by far just, you know, like we said, everyone's had experience on this track, but the person has had the least amount of experience, uh, Guan Yu Zhou. So I'm going to go with uh, old Joe to um, crash just, you know, that little bit of inexperience that he does have. I think it might, you know, show off. That's a good one. Our next one is our winner. So I am going to go with Charles Leclerc. Uh, I am just 
fully banking on all of these rumors and like all the hype going around this major upgrade that Ferrari has been waiting to to do this entire year for this. I think it's going to back up. They're going to actually have that big increase in performance. And yeah, I think, you know, we'll see Charles on the top. That almost kilogram lighter of paint is going to really That's it. Zoom Honestly, around. I don't think they needed any <laughs> other upgrades. <laughs> Yeah, my winner is going to be um, someone who is good in a bad car, and now I think he might have a good car. So I'm going to put in George Russell getting his first win in Formula One. Oh, hey. wow. Yeah. yeah, maybe like hopefully no fiasco like Bahrain, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, and then my last place, he hasn't come up in a while, um, but I'm going to put my last place as our boy, our Canadian friend, Nicholas Latifi. Yeah, he has been relatively quiet. Which Strange. Is, yeah. Well, I mean, there was those rumors these past couple of weeks that some random reporter said, hey, um, actually, uh, Williams is moving on from Nicholas Latifi uh, relatively soon. And then like the next tweet later was like, I was completely wrong about that. Uh, it seems like they're committed to, to staying with Nicholas Latifi. So I don't know how far off you could be with a rumor mill, but uh, that guy certainly was. Uh, my last place is going to be... Uh, the only team that had actually zero upgrades this the, coming into this week, and some, you know, AlphaTauri had like a rear wing. That was the only upgrade. One team did not have any. It's our American friend Haas. And I'm going to say that, uh, you know, that displays on the track. So I'm going to go with old Mick Schumacher as last place. Nice. Thank you. Um, driver of the day, I am going to go with Max Verstappen. You know, he's just been on a heater these last couple of weeks, so... You know, uh, it would be it'd be foolish for me not to consider him as driver of the day until we are proven otherwise. Well, we have a blast from the past of 2021 then because my driver of the day is going to be Lewis Hamilton. I think with his new machinery, I don't know if he gets the win, but I think he's going to be able to do some cool stuff with a car that's not just gyrating every organ in his body. And our douche of the day, I'm going to go Lance Stroll. I think same reason that I think he's going to crash a DNF. I think he's not going to be able to handle that car. He's either going to cut somebody off, oversteer, understeer, you pick. Uh, but yeah, give me Lance Stroll for douchey of the day. He would have been mine as well. I had used him two weeks ago, so could not use him this week. Also think like, like we said, yeah, brand new car, relatively brand new car. I mean, I, I think they're going to have some issues with it, right? Like you have little time under that car. So I think, yeah, they're going to have some, maybe a little bit of growing pains of getting the feel for that car. So great pick there. My dish of the day is going to be Esteban Ocon. Okay. Just because. I don't know. I feel like he's been kind of uh, quiet recently as well, and usually he, he has something to say um, after a couple of weeks. So Love it. Uh, my wild, Moving right along to our wild card prediction, I'm going to go with – I'm just – Doubling down on uh, Ferrari doing well, I think of a Ferrari with a one-two finish. That's a that's your wild card. You think it's not a wild card? I mean, when's the last time they had a one-two finish? At, like prior to, without Max crashing. I mean, yeah, I guess 2019, but the didn't. Okay, all right. Oh well, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll the, give it to you. We'll give any, it to you. Any race Max has been in where he hasn't crashed, he comes in first. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to you. So you're either banking on, uh, I see what you mean. Like, it'll want to finish. Yeah. Fair. All right. Good deal. Good that you get to root for Ferrari. My wild card prediction is going to be with the new Aston Martin. <laughs> I'm going to put an Aston Martin on the podium. 
So oh. give me okay, that. Okay, dude, you are all <laughs> over the place on Aston Martin. You, so, you do, what do you what do you feel about Aston Martin this week? And I'm I'm a little confused. <laughs> I mean, dude, do I, they do well or do they not? I'm really basically I should just, maybe an even more wild card prediction would be just to say Seb on the podium. But I think I'm gonna open that up just in case uh, Stroll maybe doesn't crash. What if Stroll just comes out and just absolutely blazes everybody? Yeah. Yeah, they like form formulated the car exactly to his needs. His right. driving needs. He's yeah. like, finally, this is the one I've been needing. I've been complaining about this. Everyone <laughs> made fun of me about complaining about how shitty this car was. And now that I got one, look at me go. Yeah. So I mean, technically though, we could both have our wild card predictions come true this weekend because yeah. like Ferrari won two and then an Aston Martin. So yeah. let's root for that. No, let's do yeah. that. Okay. All right. Who would have thought? Handshake that, agreement. That right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then fastest lap, I will go with uh, Charles putting in a fastest lap. Maybe toward the end of the race or something like that. I still think that Ferrari's quick. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Max, similar to my driver of the day explanation on that one. So, Love it. Uh, ending in this driver, ending these race predictions, pole. I'm going to, I've just been back and forth on these two, uh, so I'm going to go with Charles. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Max. So. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> And that'll do it for our Grand Preview of the Spanish Grand Prix this weekend. I'm very excited for this one. I think there's a lot of potential for Barcelona to kind of, uh, you know, re-image itself in the eyes of F1 fans. So, yeah, excited for the race. Any last words before we close it out? No, I've been uh, working on a big tapas dish for this weekend. Nice. Specifically, so really excited for that. Going to make it for you. Great. You know? So tapas and topless women. That's what I'm hoping for for this weekend. And a great race, maybe. Just sprinkle it on top, huh? Okay. See you, assholes. See you, assholes.